Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. That's right, Kyle Hebert, our guy who joins us right now in the fast lane on 101 ESPN, Jamie Rivers. Anthony Stalter and Kyle scoring one of the five goals for City SC in that victory over Cincinnati, 5-1 on Saturday night here in St. Louis. And Kyle, first and foremost, thank you so much for joining us. Second of all, a sweet goal, man. Great game for you guys. Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, That was electric atmosphere, I think. Um, You know, we had the weather delay, so people are just sitting – for two hours and we didn't know what the atmosphere was going to be like but it seemed like 20,000 St. Louisans stuck around to catch the game Jared ends up scoring in the fourth minute and, and the crowd is just going mental the entire rest of the game so unbelievable game to score and it was super cool to be able to get one at home too for the first time yeah Kyle I, I thought it was awesome you know great header to the far corner uh, but listen off of that play I was asking Anthony off air I was like is our guy Kyle supposed to be up there in the box that far? Like, I know you, you you're part of the defending group, but was that a set play? But for you guys to send you up there to create, you know, maybe an outnumbered situation, or did you just recognize a situation and you just took advantage of it? Yeah, so I get to to go in the box on attacking set pieces, and so corner kicks and and uh, attacking free kicks. I'm up there trying to get a goal, um, and then that was actually the second phase of an attacking set piece. And that's more of where it's, you know, kind of my discretion of what to do. So if it looks like, you know, since he's getting the ball, they're starting to counter, then I'm hauling it back to try to get back in position and, and stop that, that chance because we would both be, you know, Tim and I would both be in the box, but I saw Jake had possession of the ball. Um, he ends up finding a really good ball to Klaus who very clever header to put it in behind the fullback to Jared. And so I was kind of watching the play develop, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to stick around. Second phase of some of those restarts, things get pretty chaotic, and uh, I thought it might be a good opportunity to maybe pop up with a goal. Uh, Kyle, are you reading the the defense in that regard too? Now you said you said that if if they gain possession, you have to haul back. But from a positioning standpoint, so once you see that Cincinnati does not have possession, they're not going to get possession. Uh, they were they were talking on Apple TV about how you kind of almost read one of the defenders and got yourself in position to score, and that gave you some space. Is that was that going through your mind too? Yeah, so it was it was a lot going through my mind. So as the ball's coming in, you know, I see Klaus had it, and then Jared's getting it where he's kind of got the edge on the defender where he could put it in with his left, and so I'm maybe, but I know Jared's right footed, so I'm thinking. There could be a good chance, you know, he's maybe going to look to cut it back. And their defensive line was, you know, kind of that there's three guys along the back and, and they were, they were sagging a bit. So I thought there was a little bit of space kind of, if especially, so if he puts in a ball with his right foot, it's so hard for that first defender to get there because it's, it doesn't have to go past him. Like it, it curves around him towards me. And it really was, you know, an unbelievable ball into the box by Jared, but I'm kind of trying to figure that out, you know, as it plays all going on. And we've also got – I'm trying to see where some of our other guys are, and they're more at the, the back post. And so I'm staying near the front, you know, trying to occupy different zones where it could be dangerous for the ball to come back into. Kyle, Cincinnati's a heck of a team. 
you know, they they have, they they don't give up a lot of goals against, and they've been a real solid team all season long. Any surprise for you guys? Like halfway through the game, are you guys looking at it and going, "Oh my God, we're all over these guys"? Uh no, I don't think su- surprise would be the word. I, um, I think it was just we were we were very clinical in, in putting away our chances when we had them, and it, it for sure helped. I mean. We kind of knew, like, hey, they were sitting around in their locker room for, you know, two-plus hours as well, um, you know, kind of waiting for this thing to get going. They're on the road and then, you know, up in a tough atmosphere. So we knew if we could get the crowd into it, you know, that was something that, you know, Bradley was talking about in the pregame meeting, like, hey, let's give these fans something to enjoy, and then the fans will give us back the, you know, the electric atmosphere, which will make it hard for for Cincy to play in. And so it it just seemed, it seemed to all click in that game for the most part, especially early on in the first half and at the start of the second as well. To further that conversation just a little bit here with Cincinnati, a very stingy team overall, but you guys, not only did you score five goals, you created multiple other chances too that didn't connect. I mean, there was a couple that it could have been eight goals to be honest, what was it that they were doing, or what was it that you guys were able to take advantage of from a strategic standpoint, or that you know maybe Bradley Carnell said, "Hey, here's the game plan. I feel like it could work." What was it specifically? Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of our chances came off of you know where we've been scoring goals before, quick transition moments, and then also restarts. So we scored you know two goals off restarts. We've and that that's really a credit to a lot of, you know, our wingers and our attacking players, like drawing fouls, like Nico drawing fouls in dangerous areas, Klaus, Jared, uh, Rasmus, you know, Edu, these guys are drawing fouls in spots where as a defender, you're like, oh crap, we got to defend, you know, another corner kick, or we got to defend another wide free kick. And we were converting those opportunities. Those were two of them. And then another thing we, we pride ourselves in and we talk about, regardless of the opposition, was trying to be a really good transition team where once we get it, all right, let's go. And so we end up even creating, like you mentioned, we could have had eight goals. There was one off of our corner kick in the first half where it's it pops out, um, you know, we win the ball, get it out, I think, to maybe Jake, and a big switch over to Raz. Raz finds Jared, Jared on his left foot, and uh, Celentano makes a good save. So I think just we were just very dialed into what we wanted to do, you know, be really good, be really fast in transition, and then execute our set-piece opportunities when they came our way. Kyle Hebert of City SC joining us right now in the fast lane on 101 ESPN. Jamie Rivers and Anthony Stalter. Uh, Kyle, the the previous two games uh, obviously did not go, you know, the the way that you guys had uh, wanted and expected. Minnesota 1-0 and then Seattle uh, 3-0. Was there, was there a common theme in both in both matches that Seattle and Minnesota, you know, were doing maybe defensively uh, that caused you guys some issues scoring? Yeah, I would say it was Minnesota. I, I think they were they were different games for sure. So I don't think there was a, a common theme where Minnesota was more, they were away from home and they bunkered in um, one or two passes. They hit it long, just fought for 50-50s and really tried to not give us anything in transition by not being too open and just kind of always staying, staying clustered back. And then Seattle, we, I would say we went out and executed 
most of what we had set out to do, we knew it was going to be a tough place to play. We knew Seattle is very, very good at home. And that first half, we were kind of then more, you know, we were in a back three, so we were maybe able to try to sustain some of, you know, against them and then hit them on the counter. And we had one or two good looks in the first half. Klaus hit the post. We had some some opportunities in the final third that were just missing. And so I think both, I would say both those games were different. So I think it was encouraging knowing it wasn't like teams figured something out against us. It was just we didn't capitalize on opportunities and, and they capitalized on theirs. All right, Kyle, you talked about the rain delay earlier. Uh, we had a texter to the show that asked us about a chess game. Were you playing chess in the locker room during the uh, rain delay? Yeah, no, that's exactly what I was doing. I was uh, on my phone playing with uh, Ben Lunt, one of our goalkeepers, uh, playing some blitz chess. So, you know, three-minute games, you got to be thinking fast, get the mind going. Uh, he, he's taken some credit for the goal as well because of the uh, the brain activation I got in the locker room before the game. So did you take him out behind the woodshed and beat him in those chess games? <laughs> Uh, yeah, he went, uh, it was only, it only ended up being two games. We're watching some other soccer on the TV as well, but yeah, he was 0 for 2 in those two games, but he got my mind going. So credit to him and I'm thankful for Ben. That's our guy right there, Anthony, huh? Darn right. Yeah. Yeah. You got to take him to, to the woodshed, Kyle, uh, on top of the woodshed, underneath the woodshed, behind the woodshed. It's a fast lane thing. It's a fast lane thing. No worries about it. Kyle, the yeah, no, uh, I... next game you guys got here <laughs> is against. Kyle. I know he's like, what the hell's he's wrong like, with these, these two? guys? Are an idiot. Pretty much. Yep. Uh, Colorado next up for you guys, Kyle. What uh, the, you know, their record is not fantastic, but that also poses a challenge for you guys because you guys have been, you know, the expansion team will call you the underdogs throughout you know the beginning of the season. Here's a game where now you're looking at it, going, hey, we're favored to win this game. You know, what, what do you have to be aware of now that you're playing maybe a lesser team? Yeah, I, I, w- I would say this for sure. So we, you know, since he was undefeated coming to us, and, you know, we ended up um, putting together a strong performance and beating him. And then, you know, last week Seattle ends up losing 4-1 to Portland. And so we got it handed to by Seattle, and you know, we beat Portland. And so I guess especially in the MLS is there's no – um, there's no easy games and there's no easy teams and, and Colorado's record, um, you know, it's not, not the strongest, but it's also only eight games into the year. We're, we're going away. It's going to be at altitude. And so I think it'll be, uh, you know, we'll, we're off today, but when we get in tomorrow, that'll be the message from the coaching staff. And, you know, the guys in the locker room will know that this is, this is not going to be a cakewalk and we're going to have to show up and, and be ready and gear up for that game, you know, just like we do every other game. And if we fail to do that, we will uh, we'll probably be struggling to walk away with points. Kyle, we'll let you go. Thank you so much for joining us. Go get them this weekend, and congrats on another victory and another goal for you. Yeah, thank you very much. Always appreciate you guys having me on, Jamie and Anthony. Thanks, Kyle. Right, thank Take you, care. man. Take care, bud. All right, see you later. That's Kyle Ebert.